Don't waste your sunsets over people who are not worthy. People that you know going to be gone when you broke. Know going to be gone when you wake up. When Listen, when you wake up, when you come to your senses and realize that they've been taking all your joy, they've been snatching your peace, they've been interrupting and disrupting your life. Whoo! Come here, little girl. Oh, my God. And many of us know we got some, we got some, we have wasted plenty of nights, plenty of time and energy on people who are going to be gone in the morning. After they done got what they going to get, after they done took you for everything they can take you for, you, you already know the deal. You already know it's going to end up in heartbreak. You know it's going to end up in disappointment. You know it's going to end up with you being let down. Don't waste your sunsets over people who will be gone by sunrise. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you. Because a lot of us ain't got too many more sunsets to go to be wasting on people who going to be gone in the morning. Come on now. Don't be that, that, that dead set on having somebody in your life. Gotta be, gotta be gone. Gotta be gone. We, if you ain't going to commit to me and I'm not going to commit to you, ain't no need in us looking at these sunsets that we both take for granted. And after you done spent all your soul, Lord, have mercy, where that came from? Did you? After you have spent all of your soul, then you realize it's morning time and you ain't got nothing left to get. You done loved out. You done trusted out. You done faithed out. Don't spend your soul now on people who are going to be gone by sunrise. Do not spend your soul over people who will be gone by sunrise. Don't waste sunsets over people who will be gone by sunrise. You ain't got nothing left, nothing left to give after they're gone. When If you're to that point where you realize that you're going to be spent, your soul is going to be spent, you're going to have nothing left after they're gone. Don't waste that sunset. Soon as the sun start coming up, you better be start making some decisions or going down, shall I say? So that was good, y'all. I like that. <clears throat> so let's talk about. To, we we've been on a relationship so far this week. I found something that I want us to take a peek at as well. So today we're going to talk about compromise, communication, and consistency. Compromise. Communication and consistency. So we've been we've been talking about uh, talking about marriage yesterday and stubbornness and and I always utilize myself in conversation because it's important for people to be able to tangibly make sense of things. And we're not talking about this because you know people have bad relationships. You know, it's always about making what you have better. And many of us get into things that we like. And we love and we're satisfied with just that. And we stop because it's okay versus doing what's necessary, what we can pursue to make things better. You can always make your relationship better. You can always make your marriage better, just like you can make you better. So the first thing we're going to talk about is compromise, y'all. Because in marriage, compromise is what you got to have. That's really going to be the womb of your your relationship. 
it's going to nurture your relationship, right? So when we talk about compromise, it's being willing to bend. You know, yesterday I talked about being in that Bash Pro Shops all day Monday. It, well, it seemed like all day. It was only an hour and a half, but it seemed like it was all day. But that was compromise because normally I would just sit in the car and wait for him to come out because it's not something that I am interested in at the least. On Monday morning, I was willing, I was compromising to go fishing with him. It's not something that I like whatsoever, but it's something that he loves. And I decided, okay, we're going to make a compromise because there's going to be some things that I'm going to want him to do. But I can't want him to do things that I want to do and get upset and angry with him when he doesn't want to do it when I've not been willing to bend at all anywhere else. You got to be willing to bend sometimes. And it's not about who's wrong or who's right or who has, it's, it's about being flexible. Help me, Jesus. It's about being flexible. And there are a lot of, People who are not limber in your relationships, not flexible in your marriages, in your relationships. You got to be compromised. You got to be flexible. It's not about egos. When we talk about compromise, it's not about egos. It's about the relationship. It's about the strength of the relationship, the structure of the relationship, the joy of the relationship. Because if I'm if I'm always angry because we're not doing what I want to do, then man, there's not it's gonna be one sided. Because I'm gonna be mad all the time. And I know one of the questions I asked uh, on the post yesterday uh, on Facebook was about how who recovers the quickest. When we talked about being stubborn, who recovers the quickest? Who's the first one that come out of the, their stubbornness? If, if you have both people who are stubborn. Who usually recovers the quickest? Who usually makes the phone call first or texts first or restarts a conversation first? But that compromise is being able to settle the dispute by both people taking a step back and saying, hey, we can resolve this by us both, you know, stepping back and saying, okay, let's, let's go what happens. Because I'm going to tell you, one of the hardest things that me and my husband seem to do, listen, sex is great, communication is great, having fun is great, sharing the remote is getting better, <laughs> uh, working together is great, but one of the most difficult things for us to do, and I don't know if sometimes the minor things in your marriages turn into the major things, but this minor thing turns into something major with us. We cannot, rather we're sitting in the house, sitting in the car, driving down the road, we cannot choose where we gonna eat. We work great together in ministry. We work great together. We have fun together. We love together. We love God together. But one thing we cannot seem to do, and I feel like preaching, 
One of the things that we cannot seem to do is decide where we going to eat at. Now, I don't know if you have this problem in your marriage or in your relationship. And if so, show your girl. We were in Gainesville inside the Bass Pro Shop store talking about where we going to eat. We run. We can't decide. I mean, we run down University Drive and all these restaurants on Newberry Road. And we cannot decide where we going to eat. You got Applebee's. You got Perkins. You got uh, Texas Roadhouse. You got Red Lobster. You got Wendy's. You got Burger King. You got Taco Bell. I mean, you got all the restaurants. And the one thing that we cannot seem to get together is where we going to eat. So I say, he want Perkins. He won't say, I don't want to sit down. I don't want to sit down and eat, my brother. I do not want, it's Corona. It's out here. I don't want to sit in nobody's restaurant and eat right now. He's, I, I don't want to eat driving down the road. So then we get on the interstate. Then we get on the interstate. And I'm like, man, I'm so hungry. My stomach is touching my back. I'm so hungry, I will take you stopping me by a convenience store. Let me get a Gatorade and some salt and vinegar potato chips until we get home. That's one thing that we have not figured out how to compromise on. So then I get so angry, I say, you know what? I'll just sleep all the way home till we figure it out. (laughs) Then, you don't want to hear me, you don't want to hear me go back and forth. About what we're going to eat. Because we're going to want to eat something different. Our stomachs are made different. And our tastes are different. Our appetite is different. So I said I'll go to sleep. I will go to sleep. Until we get to Valdosta. And we can choose what we want. Well I go to sleep. Then we I wake up. When we get to exit 11. To get off to come to Valdosta. And you know what this man said to me. He said you ain't no company. No, I'm hungry. I went to sleep hungry for you. Compromise. I went to sleep hungry for you. I don't go to sleep hungry for nobody else. I went to sleep hungry for you. And then he said, I offered, I, I, I asked you if you wanted me to take you by a convenience store and get you some tater chips. And you said, no, you're going to go to sleep. Well, you knew the conversation. So we get back to that. I said, do you know what we end up eating? Do you know what we end up eating? I went to Zaxby's and he went to Mama Jews and got to go play. That's not the same, fool. We was we weren't gonna make it. We were not gonna make it. He went to Mama Jews and got to carry out plate, and I went into Zaxby's. Well, in the drive-through Zaxby's. Then he wanted to complain about my line in a drive-through, and that there was nobody. That's the only time we argue, y'all. That's the only time we cannot compromise. I was hungry, hungry. It's about being flexible. Sometimes you got to eat what he want to eat. Sometimes he got to eat what you want to eat. I don't eat watermelon, but every now and then I say, honey, can I have some of you? Okay, let me tell y'all about this. We probably won't get the communication consistency. We'll do that tomorrow and Friday. Okay, we'll break them down. Today we're just going to talk about compromise. Okay, that's what we're going to deal with today. So I don't eat watermelons. Listen at this, Margaret. I don't eat watermelons. Okay, so he know I don't eat watermelon. 
But he'll lay in the bed with a whole half a watermelon. Yes, that guy I married, the little guy that y'all see who's not big in stature, he'll eat a whole half a watermelon. He laid in the bed with a whole half a watermelon. He want to make me eat the watermelon. He want to make me eat the watermelon. Now I'm helping somebody. He want to make me eat the watermelon. I don't eat it. I don't want it. Here, you don't never want to try nothing I want you to try. You never want to try nothing that I want you to eat. So I don't eat it because I don't want it. Okay, so then maybe the next day I realize, okay, you were in error. You you could have compromised. Not I should have. You could have compromised and just ate the piece of watermelon. Okay, so the next night, yes, he eats watermelons like that. So the next night, Andy Hush. So the next night, he laying there with the other half of water. <laughs> with the other half of watermelon. And I ask him for some. Listen. I ask him for some of the watermelon. And do you know what this man says to me? Why you why you want watermelon? You don't eat watermelon. I tried to give you watermelon yesterday. You ain't want watermelon. The day you want watermelon. Today I'm compromising. Today I'm compromising. I'm being willing to bend and eat some watermelon. It ain't about who wrong or who right. It's not about my ego. I'm trying to share. I don't really want the watermelon. I'm, I'm compromising. You want to force feed me the watermelon. I want it. I want it. I want you to hand it to me. <laughs> Compromise. It seems like it's easy to do when the task is harder. Get what I'm saying? To me now, compromise seems like it's harder to do when the task is smaller. We compromise on the big things, you know, all the time. And it always seems like he want me to compromise on stuff I don't eat. Honey, eat some blueberries. Oh, yesterday, okay, okay, honey, let's tell the truth about this and I'm going to let the saints go. He growing blueberries in our backyard. He growing blueberries in our backyard. So he went out picking blueberries yesterday afternoon while we were in the backyard. And uh, I was on the trampoline. And, and he said, honey, here's a um, blueberry. Try this blueberry. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, uh, I said, hand it here, baby. And I ate the blueberry. I don't eat that. Compromise. So it's not about breaking. It's about being willing to bend. It's about willing to bend. It's about understanding that there's another side besides yours. Sharing sharing a side, understanding there's there's something that they like, they want. And even though you may not love it, even though you may not care about it, even though it may not be an issue to you, but you're willing to compromise. You're willing to say, okay, I'll put myself on the back burner for this. Because it's not it's not immoral. It's not uh, illegal. Because I'm not compromising with illegal. Honey, really? It was, that no probably was so fast, I don't even remember saying no. Look, you're going to have the people thinking I'm lying. Correct me when we get home. Not in front of the church. Not in front of the ship. I'm going to have to block you, sir. Dr. Cousin. 
Don't let them jump on. Don't let them. They, it seems like that everybody is on me today. Don't don't let them do me like that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to block him from the morning shift. You gotta rebuke and correct um, later. <laughs> so compromise, and you gotta be willing to do it over different aspects, y'all. Gotta be, as a matter of fact, Doctor Sonya, that would mean you his cousin. He the Smith. I just I married him, so y'all cousins, but you're gonna be my cousins today. But the goal is being able to compromise and do things that you may not like doing, you know, for the sake of again of making the relationship in the marriage better. Um and, and being able to expand your happiness. Oh, that's good. Compromise can expand your happiness. Man, that sucks. Compromise. Being able to compromise in your relationship will help expand your happiness. That's something major. That's something major. That's good. That's real good. That's good. Because you may, it may not be something that you like today, but it may be something that you could potentially, prayerfully, possibly grow into liking. And I had to put all them words in there because my husband will take everything that I say on this morning show and he'll take it back to our household and he'll say, well, honey, you said that the more you do it, the more more you compromise and do it, the more you will like it and want to do it. And he'll put this on me going fishing with him and that I'll grow into liking fishing and all that stuff. And I'm not, we're not trying to get to that point with that. That's your hobby. It don't need to be our hobby. I'll go with you every night and then. But that's your hobby. Okay? Your hobby. That's your hobby. Okay? Yours. Don't try to make your hobby my hobby. I enjoy your hobby with you for a season. How about Shanda? For a season. That's your hobby. See, you get in that studio for eight hours. Go on, tell them. That's your hobby. I'm going to go with you. Every blue moon. But that's your hobby. Listen, y'all, I appreciate y'all for tuning into the morning shift. Dealing with compromise today. Yesterday we talked about stubbornness. So I appreciate y'all. Let's go and make the day great. You know what to do. See y'all. I love y'all. Peace. I'm out.